Jake's looking at me like I got three heads. Why not? I was probably talking off here. But uh, all in all, uh, welcome back. Happy New Year, everybody. As uh, for those just joining us, we got a lot of newbies out there. Uh, we have Dr. Ron Sanagra every Tuesday morning. His reports are phenomenal. Now, he talks about things that you just don't uh, hear anywhere else in the media. Uh, and uh, it is noted all over the place. A lot of the stuff he says... Makes a lot of sense. Go to the website, Sunrise Wellness Center, LI.com. You can get a free consultation. He's right in Sable off of Sunrise Highway as you approach Lakeland Avenue. It's right on that little strip there. Uh, Sunrise Wellness Center, LI.com, and 631-563-1444. The aforementioned good doctor, Ronald Sanagra, with us for 2024. How about that, sir? Me. How about that? Happy New Year, my friend. Good to hear your voice. Glad everything is going well. Indeed. Had a, a couple of nice, restful days. A little back-to-back, belly-to-belly with Christmas and New Year's. I'm uh, raring to go. A big year, I'll tell you. Could have a bigger year than this. we got a lot of stuff. What's going on with this whooping cough? A lot of people are concerned about it or no? <laughs> I, uh, it's, you know, it's the flavor of the week. <laughs> RSV was last month. Now it's whooping cough. Uh, it seems that's that's what we uh, we tend to do, uh, and which is going to play right into why uh, uh, what I wanted to talk about today. Uh, you know, it, it's funny how we 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 promote uh, viruses and bacteria and infections, <laughs> and we don't promote health. Uh, you, you know, yeah. uh, who doesn't get affected by whooping cough? Healthy people. <laughs> so why don't we right. talk about that? And this is what I wanted to talk to you about today, too, because, um, we, you know, Jay, we live in a different world uh, since COVID. And COVID taught us a lot. I mean, before COVID, did anyone know what gain of function was? Did we know that we had labs that were making these viruses and they could get out? Um, you know, we live in a world now where, you know, Bill Gates and the World Health Organization are stating, well, there will be other pandemics. Um, I'm like, really? Uh, so, obviously, optimizing and, and understanding how important a, a strong immune system is has taken on new meaning. And and I think people finally grasp that, that having a strong immune response is within their control, that they have a lot to do with that. And, and, and there's a lot we can do as individuals to keep our immune system strong, but a lot of people don't know how to do it. And that's what I wanted to do. So, you know, this year to start the new year, Again, it seems it's imperative, and that's when you brought up the whooping cough, which is funny because I was thinking about that myself. It's imperative that we optimize our immune response more than ever than I can remember. So there's actually a 10-step or 10 foundational principles to building up a strong immune system. So I figured each week for the next month, I'll come out and I'll, I'll, I'll talk about a couple of them. So at the end of the month, your listeners will understand exactly what is required to build a strong immune system. And I, and I think that that was a, a neat way to start the year. What are your thoughts? 
No, I think it's great. You know, listen, you are the expert on this. Uh, your discussions on this show have made headlines uh, with all that you've brought to the table. And I think, uh, listen, we're, we're right in the smack of respiratory illness season. So if you can build up uh, your internal structure to, to the point where you can ward off some of these viruses and, and illnesses and everything else, listen, um, let's not poo-poo the fact that there are still some respiratory contagious type illnesses. However, if you can make your – you've taught us all. You make yourself strong, make yourself healthy from an internal aspect, uh, you have a good chance uh, as far as being healthy. And we know that Long Island, uh, you know, it, January and February, very tough months, temperatures, winter chill, and everything else got to be kept. Yeah, people seem to get confused between the two, uh, you know, because when you want to promote an immune system and promote a healthy immune response, that doesn't mean you're ignoring the fact that there are pathogens out there. Of course there are. There's flu, right. and there's RSV, and there's what we call, there's a lot of things. So, but when we look at any type of infection, you know, who always gets affected the most? The weak, which means usually the elderly and the youngest, the oldest and the youngest, because they're the weakest. So obviously, your immune system strength is a pivotal part and plays a vital role in you either getting sick or not getting sick, or if you do get sick, how quickly you recover, or unfortunately for some who don't recover because they were so sick. So let's let's get down to it. Instead of reading the ten principles, I'm going to start with my favorite one, and because reading the list is just boring. But we're going to start with the mitochondria, Jay, because you know I love the mitochondria. Um, I think that that is where uh, all the new research in the next ten years is going to be going to in understanding mitochondrial function. So, for the listeners that might not know what the mitochondria are, the mitochondria are the powerhouse organs, organelles in our cells. So in our cells, we have these things called mitochondria. And in the mitochondria, we take oxygen, fat, and glucose. So what we breathe and what we eat, minus protein, protein goes to rebuilding tissue and muscle. The fat and the glucose and the oxygen that you breathe go to the mitochondria, and the mitochondria is uh, PSE and G, it's Con Ed, it's, it's the furnace. And it takes those three things, and it creates ATP. ATP is the energy for the cell. That's the gasoline for the human cell. And healthy cells make lots of ATP. And immune cells are directly, uh, really, really count on strong mitochondria, uh, you know, especially the immune cells. Uh, when your immune cells become activated, they increase their metabolic activity in order to adapt to the fact that now we need more numbers. They have to, there has to be a lot of cell growth. There has to be more. You start making more immune cells. When the immune cells become active and when they encounter an antigen, which is like a virus or a bacteria, uh, even a yeast or a parasite, whatever it may be, a shift occurs in the cell and they required, and they require increased nutrients increased nutrient intake because their cells require increased energy. Now, what's happening is when we're fighting an infection, uh, the immune system can quickly deplete energy reserves. 
So that what we what we have now is a a, a a way of looking at our immune systems where we want to build up the energy reserves for our mitochondria. We want to build up the energy right. reserves for our immune cells. And a lot of times these are really depleted because of our poor diet. So we're not getting the nutrients that our mitochondria need to, to function properly. Stress is another one that depletes it. Uh, and obviously free radical production or what we call oxidative stress due to pollutants and everything else. So it's important that we have these nutrients. And when our, when our immune cells encounter one of these um, antigens, a virus, a bacteria, etc., cetera, uh, many of our immune cells die after that encounter. But the ones that survive now are mitochondrial dense. They've increased their energy capacity by increasing the number of mitochondria in the cells, in the immune cells. So these cells now respond to uh, future threats faster, especially the, uh, the one that they just encountered if they have to re-encounter it again. Uh, these are our memory T cells. That's how your, our immune system learns, and that's how we build up immunity. So the mitochondria play a massive role in that. So mitochondrial function and strong immune function, the, the new research is showing it's parallel. So mitochondrial dysfunction is also being shown to be directly related to chronic diseases like autoimmunity, uh, aging, and something called immunosenescence of our immune system, or immunosenescence, which really means, I love how they use these big words all the time, they can't just say, decreased immune function with age, because that's what immunosenescence means. So as we age, our immune system naturally um, starts to decline. So keeping our mitochondria strong as we age is even more important. Uh, to keep the mitochondria working properly, we require nutrients. And when we run out of these, our reserves run low, we get what we call mitochondrial dysfunction, and that leads to all kinds of compromised immune responses. But I put together a list that we could use uh, of supplements that actually bolster mitochondria function and also uh, increase mitochondrial numbers actually can increase the mitochondria's ability to make more mitochondria. And the first one is uh, lipoic acid. Lipoic acid is interesting because it, uh, it's a nutrient, but it, uh, it helps get energy into the mitochondria. Uh, it helps get nutrients into the mitochondria. And like 600 to 1,200 milligrams per day, it really helps cellular energy production. Uh, the next one is N-acetylcysteine. Now, N-acetylcysteine is, is one of my favorite nutrients because uh, it's an amino acid, and when it gets absorbed by the gut, your, once it gets into your blood, your body instantly converts it to glutathione, which is the master antioxidant of the human body, which interferes with viral replication, calms down inflammation, fights free radicals or oxidative stress. NAC is just amazing um, and the reason we don't give you glutathione orally with a supplement per se uh, is because it's it doesn't um, cross the uh, gut lining very well so studies have shown that people that take oral glutathione the absorption rates weren't there so by taking N yeah. N-acetylcysteine NAC 
it's a good way to bolster uh, the glutathione levels in the body. The next one is coenzyme Q10. Uh, you see it on the TV commercials for um, people that are on statins. Uh, statins lower CoQ10, but CoQ10 is involved with the energy production at the mitochondria level. So remember, these are all about making your mitochondria. You want your mitochondria jacked. You want, you know, you, you want these things to be a 426 Hemi with, you know, Sunoco 260 in them running, you know, at, at 5,000 RPM. You want these things running hot and strong. When your mitochondria are functioning properly, your body is functioning properly. So coenzyme Q10, 100 milligrams to 200 milligrams per day. The ubiquinal form is much more absorbable, so uh, you could get that one. The next one's carnitine. Uh, at 400 to 800 milligrams per day. Carnitine is another one. It helps burn fat uh, because it helps get fat into the mitochondria. So people use it for weight loss, but it's really good to remember we're trying to get everything into the cell, excuse me, into right. the mitochondria. And that's where lipoic acid and CoQ10 um, really come to play. Things like N acetylcysteine that produce glutathione protect the mitochondria from free radicals and oxidative stress so they don't get destroyed or damaged uh, due to uh, the oxidative stress that, that comes with disease, inflammation, and pollutants. Uh, next one is my favorite, nicotinamide riboside. Now, l let me explain this one. There's a substance yeah. in the mitochondria called NAD. Uh, I think it's nicotinamide adenine dinucleotide. I can't believe I remembered that. But NAD is responsible for the Krebs cycle and producing ATP. It's, it's how we, the electron transport of, uh, of, of energy, it's how we create energy in the cell. It, it's all dependent, and the mitochondrial function is dependent on NAD. And we could, and NAD declines with age, and we could not raise NAD. There was we just didn't have the ability to do it until they came up with nicotinamide riboside. Nicotinamide riboside is a form of B3 niacin. It's not niacin, but it's a form of it, and you can actually now raise NAD. So remember, as NAD dropped as we aged mitochondrial function dropped as we aged and I guess I think it was I'm gonna say 2000 2012 is that possible yeah I guess around 2012 or maybe it was 2002 I'm not sure if I got the decade wrong but when they came up with uh, with uh, nicotinamide riboside I think it was 2012 <clears throat> I could be wrong but either way they discovered this stuff called nicotinamide riboside increases NAD. Basically, we're turning back the hands of time. We're making mitochondria function like you were younger. And, it, it, you know, it, it's part of age reversal programs. But the reason I think it's vital is with your immune system, you're, you're, for a cell to work properly, it's got to produce energy. And that's the mitochondria. Yeah. And when you don't have these nutrients, they really run, you run into issues. Uh, so by just using those, now who would need all of them? You don't need every single one of them. But if someone's, you know, 
immunocompromised, if someone's got comorbidity, if someone's aging, you might want to consider taking them all uh, or taking, you know, uh, right. a good portion of that. So, but the, you know, Doc, my- but the best way, let me let me just interrupt you for a second, because that's, sure. a, that's an excellent point you just made, because a lot of people are wondering, well, you know, okay, so, so how do I build myself up? Where am I lacking? It, it, do I, do, you, you always talk about vitamin K. That always comes to my mind. So, I mean, the best way to do it is get a blood test, right? And, and make sure that your panels uh, are coordinated properly as far as good health is concerned. Then where you're lacking, you could kind of go from there. Is that kind of the best way to kind of pinpoint here? Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's funny. I, I walk into health food stores and or GNC, and I see people buying all these supplements. I'm like, how do you know you're low in that? You know, I'm, I'm thinking this in my head, of course. I don't say anything. But, <clears throat> excuse me. Without the blood tests on nutrients are very important, but you know here's the problem. It goes back to understanding. You know, it's almost impossible now to get what we require to function on a healthy level from our diet because we don't. I mean, we're supposed to know eight to ten servings of vegetables a day. Who who does that? You know, that's why people are taking things like Balance of Nature, very popular nutrient right now. That's so you know all over TV uh, because we it's very difficult. We just don't, we, we've created a world where we don't even have the time frame or the resources to make the food we require to be healthy. But, you know, look at the way kids eat. Look at what they have for breakfast. Look at the school lunches in a lot of schools. Terrible. Yep. So, the, you know, this is the problem. Look at how our seniors eat. Go to a diner and watch what they eat. You'll be, you know, make, you wonder why they all got pot bellies and they're all overweight. Um, carbs, carbs, carbs. Everything's linked together, Jay. You know, you know. Last week we talked yeah. about diet. We talked about blood sugar, diabetes. You know, it, it all plays into the same thing. Uh, you know, keeping the mitochondria functioning properly, you need these nutrients, and we're not getting them in our diet. So now, what happens is your mitochondrial energy reserves are low, and now you engage a virus be it COVID, be it the flu, be it RSV, or bacteria like whooping cough, uh, now you, you, you mitochondria start to malfunction. Your cells can't produce energy. That's a weakened yeah. immune response. So th- this is way yep. to do it. But, you know, I want to talk one other thing about uh, the mitochondria that's important. Uh, when cells be- when cells are in hypoxic situations where there's not enough oxygen, certain cells will switch from, instead of using oxygen as their energy source, they will switch and start to use glucose, sugar. They start, they stop using what we call oxidative phosphorylation, and they start to use fermentation, glucose. Just like when you're making, you know, like when you make alcohol, that's how the cells start to produce energy. And yeah. That's cancer. Cancer cells are anaerobic. They don't use oxygen for their energy source. They use glucose. And keeping the mitochondria functioning properly should be part of everybody's cancer prevention, in my mind. This is my opinion now, everybody, so just take it for what it's worth. Um, I really believe that the mitochondria, we know that cancer cells... Uh, and there's a lot of different hypotheses floating around out there now that cancer and many cancers start w- with mitochondrial dysfunction too, 
or that plays a, a, a major link or a major cause of it is in the mitochondria as well. So these nutrients that keep our mitochondria working properly have great benefits for immune response. Also, I think yeah. having functioning mitochondria is, is a great should be included in everyone's cancer prevention strategy. But also, I, I just want to you know. In the last, what else did we learn from the pandemic? I mean, you know what bothers me the most is that we blew it. I mean, we had a captive audience that was willing, meaning the public, that was willing to learn about health, to learn about nutrition, to learn about immune function. And not only were they willing, they were willing to act. And we didn't do it. And, and you know, we did just the opposite. And, and we had the perfect opportunity. Well, you know what it is? I'll tell you. You got to go back 100 years with the Spanish flu and everything else. This was thrown upon all of us. Warp speed, everything. Uh, you want to blame Fauci? You can, absolutely. You want to blame Debbie Burks? You can, absolutely. Uh, it was kind of a learn and go and that type of thing. But I'll tell you one thing. We're more educated now than we've ever been. So that's a good thing. You mean the general public? Yeah, I'm talking about the public. Oh now. yeah, absolutely. absolutely. I think, I think we are more informed, we're more educated regarding viruses and everything. Certainly, that has taken place over the last three years. Uh, God forbid if we ever see one of these again, these pandemics. Uh, I think we'll be better installed as far as our thinking is concerned. Uh, well, let me so ask you a question. We have improved yeah, yeah, and in that aspect. Your opinion, because you, you're in touch with you're you're in the media. I mean, do you think if our government would have came out nationally and said, um, due to the pandemic, we'd like every citizen to take five thousand units of vitamin D, two thousand units of uh, two thousand milligrams of vitamin C, thirty milligrams of zinc, and two hundred mcgs of selenium to bolster their immune system? Please don't panic. Please don't have fear. We're going to get through this together. You think uh, yeah. that message, yeah. that simple message, could have changed the whole tone? It could have saved thousands of lives. Um, you know, it, it, listen, it could have, but you know what? The fact of the matter is, this thing was thrown upon us uh, like like no tomorrow. So, yeah, you know, know how, right. how how is anyone going to come out with that type of message? How is anyone? Well, because it's it's because it, that's you know? base, that's not a that's not a COVID response. We should be. A, here's the that's thing, a though. Basic. That's a basic immune response. Doc, Here's the thing. We should have been doing that all along. And this, this to me, is a universal message of what you're saying. It's, it's 12 months a year, okay? It's seven days a week. That's the way we should be treating ourselves here, to build us yeah, up internally, right. building up our immune system and everything else. This way, when these types of viruses, God forbid, they come again, we'll be, we'll be better prepared. I mean, that's all you, yes. you can only learn from the past. No, you're absolutely correct. And, and again, you know, as we start a new year, I think everyone uh, ha- has a much greater understanding of the importance of a healthy immune system and a healthy immune response. And that's what we'll do the next few weeks. I'll break down into like so. Today we learned how that. important the mitochondria are. So your immune systems, your immune cells, have lots of energy to fight the fight. And that these new things that we talked about, you know, NAC, yeah. CoQ10. L-carnitine, uh, nicotinamide riboside, all those things are vitally important 
to keep your immune system strong by keeping your mitochondria strong. And next week we'll talk Vitally about Vitally important is you being on this program. And we appreciate that. You'll hear Dr. Ron every Tuesday. Great stuff, as always. The Sunrise Wellness Center in Sable. Sunrise Wellness Center, LI.com. Very important website. And, of course, you get a free consultation. You call 631-563-1444. So great to have you here in the new year. Have a yes, phenomenal, 